Hello, dearest listeners, and welcome to this episode of the Postpubescent Podcast. My name is Jake, and I'm here with Sam, and we're both very much unemployed. We're here to explore the unknowns of unemployment and job hunting. We figured that if this is something that scares us, we're probably not alone. So here we are, trying to figure our shit out. Today, me and Sam discuss our own experiences and living in unemployment. We also talk about why we decided to take on this task of starting a podcast. We hope you enjoy. Peace. Hello. Hi, Jake. How is it going? Uh, same old, same old. Um, have you looked at any potential, uh, any mics, or is it still out of the price range? I guess this one was even. No, yeah, like I, I have seen one that I want to get, but I think I'm gonna have to do it next month. Uh, I feel you. Uh, yeah. I was. I mean, you can always go to Cash Crusaders. Have you thought about doing that? No, I haven't actually. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, you can always do that. Um, but yeah, let's get to it. Yeah. So, um, I think the uh, the best way to go about this is to pose the question, like, why are we doing this? Because mm-hmm. I think there's, there's an important reason for it. And to unpack that, I think we have to explain, like, what have, what is like, what has our past experiences been up until this point? Yeah, that like have led to this decision. Because even though I like I I, I thought about it, like for, for you to get on board, you had to like have some sort of connection with the with the topic. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you want to go first and just explaining briefly, or must I should I go first? <clears throat> I can go first. Okay. Yeah, just give a little rundown, and then um, you can, then I'll, I'll hop in. So, from from which starting point? I think just like explain at high school what your decisions were, and then how it changed in the university, and then where you are now. And maybe just, yeah, I guess. I, I don't exactly, doesn't, there is no like set way to do it, just like how you feel best explains your situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. Um. Yeah. So I went to high school. Oh. Uh, a while ago. So okay. So I moved to South Africa in grade eight. I think it was 2012. Mhm. Yeah. No, sorry. It was 2010. Ten oh, years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. So grade eight. Um. And. Yeah. Wasn't a huge fan of high school. Yeah, fair like, enough. I wasn't very academic teen. Like I didn't really study ever. Um in like like I didn't start properly studying until like grade eleven. Yes. Yeah, um Yeah. I cared more about like friends and what was happening on the weekend and after school and like sports and stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so yeah, like from a 
career point of view, I really didn't think of anything um, yeah. early on in high school. Like I, I kind of thought about doing what my dad does, which is uh, he's he's an engineer on oil rigs, and um, yeah, he like travels a lot, and the money is good, and yeah, I like kind of like the idea of it, but like just because of because my dad does it, like I didn't think of it for my own reasons. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like that never really worked out because I was really I'm still really bad at maths <laughs> um, and EGD and stuff so yeah towards the end of high school there was it wasn't really promising um, like I was looking at universities for engineering and um, my marks are like just way too low for that so I had to think of something else pretty quickly because um, it was like Halfway through grade 12, I still didn't really have a clue what I wanted to do after high school. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I, I, like I, I was doing biology. Um, my electives was biology, EGD, and um, art. That's crazy. And, <laughs> Just yeah, so they, and everything. Yeah, so, like, none of those connect with each other, really. No, no. And I, I wasn't in love with one of them specifically like I was kind of just doing them because I think that's they a good, sound, it's a good they approach. sounded cool at the time yeah I, I was gonna say it's a good approach though because if you don't know what you want to do rather touch base and everything yeah and yeah like I, I liked art I was pretty good at it um, and it was like a nice it was a nice like use of time instead mm-hmm. of like looking at a book all day you actually like you know, doing something creative, which was fun. Um, and I liked EGD because it was like also like drawing. Uh, it wasn't a lot of like writing and reading and stuff. And um, I took bio because I just was like interested in nature and animals and all that stuff. That's cool. So yeah, I was kind of just thinking about that stuff, not really thinking about a career. Yeah. Um. So then, so then, yeah, I was. At the basically at the end of high school, uh, I heard from Brad that he was going to this film school in Cape Town called After, and I thought about it for a while and I was like, "Yeah, that actually sounds like a cool idea," mm-hmm. because I, like I like movies and um, it would be a good field because it's not like stuck in an office all day, yeah. which I really didn't want to do. Mm. And um, it was artistic, so you know, I Listen was quite keen on that. Yeah. yeah. So then I like looked at their website, um, went to the open day, and yeah, I kind of made the decision there that I would like just do this because mm-hmm. I um, couldn't find anything else. So I was just like, "Fuck it, let's do this and <laughs> see what happens." And uh. Yeah, so I really enjoyed it. I was quite... Um, at first, it was like... I didn't, it didn't really turn out to be what I thought it would. Like, mm-hmm. it was quite a bit academic in, term, in terms of, like, the, the reading. Like, we did a lot of philosophy sort of stuff and psychology. Um, oh, wow. Which I wasn't so keen on, but I didn't want to 
just drop out then. So I just pushed through it. And um, yeah, and then I just started enjoying it more and more, especially in second and third year, because then you sort of um, dive deeper into into your electives. Mm-hmm. Um, and the two that I chose in second year was visual effects and sound design. Um, and then in third year, I uh, stuck with visual effects. And yeah, that's that's the that's my qualification now. Like I got the degree in motion picture medium, which is like basically a filmmaking degree. And then my uh, like my minor is visual effects. That's cool. Didn't you do yeah. really well? Didn't you finish really well? Yeah, I uh, I finished with a with distinction. The oh, last name is um, cum cum laude or something. Um, yeah, I I did pretty well. That's cool. And then what? Yeah. Then what happened? I was, I, what, what happened to to current? To cur- what happened with current Sam? <clears throat> yeah. So as I said, I moved here. Uh, 10 years ago, I'm not a South African resident, and which is also whack. You've been here for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a real shit show. Yeah. So um, so yeah, we we lived for five years and then we applied for residency because that's like the minimum time required in the country to apply. Mm-hmm. Um, so we applied and at the time I think I was grade 10, so. Uh, grade 10 or 11 and the process takes about three or four years so from where I was to the end of university was about four years so I was thinking at the time perfect by the time I finish university I'll have my residency and I'll be able to get a job and work in Cape Town or at least in South Africa Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah like in my last year of university we still didn't have any results uh, from Home Affairs about the visas and the, or the residencies. And then I can't remember exactly when, but it was some point during the third year that uh, we heard that our application was rejected uh, because of lost, like lost paperwork. But it's actually just a corruption thing where they like throw away parts of your paperwork so you have to reapply and and they get commission for every every time you reapply so it's yeah it's basically just down to corruption um so yeah yeah it's a bit of a annoyance so so then after that we have to reapply and now currently we're still waiting for the results of that and that was over two years ago, I think, that we reapplied. Jeez. So, yeah, anyway, I finished university and I remember hearing from the immigration lawyer that we work with that uh, he was hoping <laughs> that we would get the residence visas uh, as a Christmas present, so in the December of 2018, mm-hmm. which um, which was still perfect for me because then I could just start working in the new year, you know, mm-hmm. after I got my degree and uh yeah nothing nothing came through didn't hear anything and basically a year went by with no progress being made Mm -hmm. and um 
and yeah, that brings us to where I am now, which is in George, uh, with no employment and no working visa. Jeepers. Which kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, your, your situation is peculiar because it's like not by choice. <clears throat> Yeah, not not that not that unemployment is ever by choice, but like some people, sometimes people are a bit lazier and they're not sure about what they want to do. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. the difference between me and you is 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 quite deep. Like, I think ideally you, you would have been working by now because you would yeah, have like definitely. would have made was, a lot of effort, a lot of effort. I was to check so out. keen to start working. Like yeah. to be honest, I was quite done with after like just the people there and you know studying stuff that you like reading yeah, you, stuff you, that you don't really I mean, want to read about i guess so I, was just, I was like done and i was just happy to be qualified and get a happy keen to get a job and start you know doing shit that i want to do yeah 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 um and getting yeah. paid yeah getting paid is a big thing getting paid yeah. is huge uh i think my uh, my I'm gonna call it the journey differs to to Sam's because it it seemed like you made a lot of decisions for yourself very early on, um, whereas mine I don't feel like I made as many decisions for myself early on, um, mm -hmm. because my my parents are pretty involved in my life, uh, not to their fault just because they're looking out. So during high school I. I well, while my siblings knew what they wanted to do from very on, I mean, very early on, I, I've never known, and I don't think even up till now, I, I know what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, so high school, in terms of making a plan about my future, was difficult, and I ended up studying uh, property studies because of a psychometric test, <clears throat> and. In retrospect, I have like mixed feelings about my decision, um, but it happened, and uh, yeah, and I, I think I think it, it, it's good to have a degree now. But university was interesting in the fact that I was always I had a lot of turmoil about whether there whether it was worth studying whether what I was studying was worth my while. Um, and I can't say until, it wasn't until um, post-grad that I really felt like I was doing something that was for myself. Yeah. Um, because I made a decision about what my thesis was going to be in. And it was like the first time I was very excited about my degree, which was like four years in, which is pretty deep um on an emotional level deep but um yeah i i'm 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 glad i went through it because i gained a lot from university i just yeah. think i just think that uh i would have liked to put more effort into thinking about what i wanted to do but even now i don't know if i would have if i would have been able to like come up with some sort of plan at that stage of my life yeah, that's talking true. talking about the eighteen year old Jake, I don't know if he would have been able to make the decision of of like what I wanted, what do I want to do at that point? So that's yeah. always something that's bothered me. 
about trying needing to make that decision so early on. But anyways, um, so I finished my my postgraduate degree. Uh, my my thesis, I investigated uh, the effects of gentrification on socially sustainable. No, the, I investigated the effects of gentrification on social sustainability. Um, but yeah, most people don't know what that means. It's, it's a lot it, of big words. It's a lot of big words. I think the point of like a title for a thesis is just to throw a bunch of big words so people don't want to read it. Yeah. So they don't have to waste their time. But yeah, it was good and I really, really enjoyed it. And then I got to interview people. And I think maybe that's partly why I enjoy inter figured out that I enjoy interviewing people so much because there's a lot to gain from hearing people's stories. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so now we got to this point of Jake where I moved from South Africa. Well, I did my studying in South Africa, at my, all my schooling in South Africa. And I now moved back to Canada um, to find work. My parents stay here, so I'm basically living in their basement now. Uh, and I, I'm kind of just trying to figure stuff out and I realized that I'm probably not alone in this, trying to figure stuff out and I've been thinking a lot about it and I thought Sam would be a good person to get on, get involved in this whole quest. Although Sam knows what he wants to do, he's in a peculiar situation so he could bring about a very interesting perspective on everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I've had a lot of like turmoil and I think that's important to explain that I think there's a lot of shame and like maybe just for me, but I, I have a lot of shame about being unemployed and I don't know where that maybe it's a self-inflicted thing or maybe it's a societal thing. And uh, my our, our, I think my hope for this podcast is that you shed a little bit of, of light on giving yourself time to figure stuff shit out and um, also just because I, I think that the rest of your life is important and it's important to make the right decisions. Um, but this is a complex topic because it's okay also to make the wrong decisions um, and to like figure stuff out through that. Um, so I don't, and I don't think that I, it it would work for it just to be me and oh shit, if it would just be be me and Sam talking to each other the whole time, there there needs yeah. to be there needs to be exploration through different the people's, inputs. yeah, and there needs to be some sort of exploration through different people's lives, and I think my hope, and I'll give Sam a chance to say what he uh, hopes to get out of this podcast, but. My hope is that through um, exploring different people's lives and different people's choices is going to create some sort of comfortability around um, not knowing what you want to do or even knowing what you want to do um, and just get, and just kind of like hopefully wash away some sort of fears that there are um, to make it more of a, a normal space to... And to encourage like different choices and to, and I don't know, there, there's a lot to unpack and, and I, I, I hope we can, that, that through this exploration, we can, we can achieve some sort of light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know. Yeah. What about you, Sam? Do you have any, yeah. do you have any goals for the podcast or not really? 
Um, yeah, I just I'm hoping to feel a bit less alone in this sort oh, of. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, because like you don't really like it's it's not something that most people talk about. You know, right. being unemployed, and you know, because it's not like a it's not exactly this most startling topic. Um, but like and when when you actually are unemployed, like you have a lot of free time to think about stuff, and you know, yeah, doesn't al- it's n- doesn't always benefit. Always, yeah, constructive. Not the situation. Constructive. Yeah, uh, I, I I can I also resonate with that. Um, the whole feeling of alone. I mean, we. Uh, we, we've been speaking to a couple of people now, even though this is supposedly the intro podcast is not really, but we've spoken to a couple of people now and I, even like having spoken to people, there's still like a degree of loneliness. So it just mm-hmm. encourages, it, I, I don't know, it just encourages me to discover more and to listen to more people. Um, and I think when we start uploading stuff and more people start getting to hear about it, hopefully we can ha- make some sort of positive difference. Our goal yeah, is very... And- I think, I also, I think yeah. sorry, carry on. No, 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 I want, I want to hear your input. I'm talking a lot. Yeah. So another goal of mine for this podcast is just to like get better at speaking to other people and yeah, like, strangers, people that you haven't spoken to before. Because I think for me, it's something that I need to focus on. Like, sure, same for me. I'm not exactly the most talkative, chatty guy. And uh, <clears throat> ooh, nice little ball drag there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> and yeah i just want to get better at you know chatting holding yeah, a conversation no 100 <clears throat> percent same i i feel like and especially in like almost an uncomfortable space because it's not always comfortable to talk about vulnerabilities and fears so we're really like yeah. putting ourselves in an interesting position um mm. but yeah I, I really like the fact that you brought up loneliness because i would have forgot it um because I hope that some like someone listening will, even if it's one person, like will resonate with the with with someone else, and that feeling of loneliness will deplete somewhat. Yeah. Um, because I don't know. I, even even just talking to people, I, like it, it, I'm sure I know it can make a difference, and I and I I keep on telling myself that it's that like this podcast has a lot of purpose and um uh and, I, and for that reason i want to continue pursuing it like i don't know what it is yet yeah. but, but i want to keep on pursuing it for that reason yeah, okay um oh yeah okay let's just go through quick sam what is your what's the five-year uh optimistic plan for your life um in five years i want to be working in a in a big city like uh either like london or oh really yeah um i've well i haven't probably looked into it but uh yeah london is on the list and i've also looked at places in canada that's cool um because yeah there's actually quite a lot of Visual effects studios in Canada. And we can also have a um, studio, a studio on the side. Yeah, yeah, that would be ideal. 
But yeah, I yeah, I definitely want to be working uh, in a big city. I want to be out of George and, yeah. you know, just have purpose, make some money, make a lot of friends. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and um, you, would you say you're more f- fearful or you're excited of, of, of what, what could happen? Uh, definitely more excited. Yeah, okay. I, I definitely see it as a positive um, journey. Like, because I feel like it can't get any worse than this, you know? <laughs> I mean, it can, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I want to look back at this and be like, um, you know, it's, it's so much better now. Yeah. You know what I'm it, saying? It sucked, but it was just like a, a, a blimp. Yeah, yeah. Like it's when I look back in like ten or fifteen years, it's it's only gonna be like one, like two years that sucked. Yeah, in the in the grand scheme of things, it didn't. Yeah, really yeah. Like I, that's one of the not like coping mechanisms because it's not that bad, but like that's one of the things that I think about quite often, just to yeah, take my know. mind off, you know, the other stuff. Yeah. Well, 100% the same for me. It's it, and it's a difficult thing to do, but that's probably important. Mm. Um, yeah, I think. Oh yeah, my my five year plan. Uh, I'm asking myself. <laughs> yeah, sorry. What is your five year plan, Jake? Thanks, Sam. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for including me. Um, I'm hosting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What is my five year plan? I don't know. I think, if anything, I'd like to have some sort of, or or somewhat have taken some steps to align myself with a greater purpose. Um, whatever that means, I don't know. But I think at this moment in time, if I have given myself more purpose than I currently have, then that would go a long way. Um, yeah. So, and I, yeah, and I think... Uh, and I think that this this podcast maybe has an important part to play in that, um, living vicariously through other people's stories. Um, I don't know if I use that word right. <laughs> I just went for it. <laughs> <laughs> I also um, don't know what it means. I'm gonna Google it now. Okay, just try to Google it and let's see if I, I used it right. I've heard someone use that that term before, so I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. Okay, vicariously is. Uh... It's an adverb, and it means in a way that is experienced in the imagination through the actions of another person. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah. Um, nice. Thanks. Props to myself. I feel good about myself now. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think just just ha- having aligned myself more with my with a purpose or, or a passion. I honestly think yeah. that whatever that is, uh, as long as I've taken more steps than I currently have, then I'll be happy. Um, and yeah, I, I, I can't say much more than that. I'd like to be, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully five years I'm out of this basement. <laughs> I make it, I make it out to be bad, but it's, I've got a really nice view. We'll have to put the view on, um, on the website somehow. Um, Are you looking out onto the lake? 
literally it's so beautiful wow that's sick yeah it's ridiculous um cool so um i'm just reading quickly reading my notes here yeah and i think like like i said that it's a it's definitely my exploration and hearing other people's stories because i like to hear other people's stories to figure out my own shit and i feel like that's the best way to do it to live mm. through live to to learn through experience other people's experiences rather than um people just telling you how to live your life um yeah. that's that's a whole thing we un we we unpack in some of the podcasts already um yeah and i I've, I've, I've my hope is that other people will have similar experience um of of find resonating with certain podcasts and stuff uh yeah i mean i can say just from the two interviews that we've had three um yeah three sorry uh, we technically we've technically done five but uh the first two didn't really yeah come, they were just practice. fruition or practice <laughs> yeah yeah like we're, so just yeah. from those first three that we've done it's it's already like put my mind a little bit at ease knowing like if, uh, these other people have also you know gone through a struggle to get to where they are now it's true because like a lot of the people that i know sort of just got work straight out of university and started their life and yeah it's you a know it feels like they're two steps ahead of me you know exactly yeah and I think this is partly what you're saying is that there's a lot of like unknown um, when it comes to a career path. And um, I think that there, this will somewhat bring some light to the unknown and to make it less scary, not knowing. Yeah. Because I think a lot of fear is just born out of just like not knowing what you're going to do and just fearing trying. Um, and maybe to a certain extent, like, this will encourage people to try and just to make decisions and to just to like whatever happens with those decisions as long as they're a little calculated that mm -hmm. you learn through your your experience as well and experience is important um there's someone full-on paddleboarding in the lake and it's like it's like minus it's like two degrees why the heck are you oh, my word. and he's on his knees and he's using his hands Sorry, I get distracted too easily. Little distraction um, there. It's just like your, his Ooh, squirrel. Her or his hands are probably yeah. You know, okay, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I think the, the whole idea of un the unknowns is is there's a lot to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we've touched base on enough things. Uh, do you want to head into the speed round? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm gonna go Let's... first. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you first. Okay. Okay, Sam, do you believe in ghosts? Not at all. Oh, that's too bad. And anyone who does, I think... <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they're wrong. Fucking... <laughs> ghost stories are bullshit. Yeah, fair enough. Do you, do you like watching, like... What, 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 are you a fan of, like, horror movies and thrillers? Yeah, yeah, I dig horror movies. Like, I love... Um, I like the sort of demon possession. But you don't believe. Like... You, you just don't believe in that shit. No, not at all. No. Uh, okay. I just think okay. it's great entertainment. Yeah. Are you more of a? 
I, I guess it depends on the circumstance. Hey, no. Anyways, I'm just not. I'm not gonna digress. Um, are you more of a flight or fight person? Yo, I actually don't know because, like, I don't. I can't think of a situation where I've needed to use one of those. Fair enough. I think. I think I would stand my ground, though. I think I would fight. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, oh no, I mean, it's, it's such a complicated thing because it's like, I mean, it's not complicated, but like... Yeah, it really depends on the situation. Situation, yeah, exactly. Like, if someone has, a, someone has a knife, you're not going to be stupid. But like, yeah. let's say let's say someone like tries to take you on, just fists and they're just being a dickhead. Yeah, then I'll punch him. But if it's like a fucking bear, then I'll run away. A <laughs> bear. <laughs> okay, um... Uh, when last did you cry? <clears throat> uh, I think it was about a month ago. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to go into detail or should we just move on to the next question? Um, well, yeah, <laughs> I can explain why. Like, I th- I was driving home from somewhere. Uh, yeah, and then I was just thinking about sad things yeah just thinking like really negatively like oh you know think about my situation and that it could be so much better and oh yeah and uh yeah like it wasn't productive thinking oh yeah fair enough um but yeah like i it's i think it's a good thing to to get rid of those feelings with a cry that's true because like it's always better on the other side you always feel way better afterwards yeah. i think i was gonna say that like it's quite i mean as, even though you had negative thoughts it's probably quite refreshing that you got to cry out a good cry out of it yeah and you feel you feel stupid for thinking that way afterwards like yeah. you know why was i thinking about that that's so stupid you know yeah it's yeah. it's not even happened yet why am i thinking about stuff like that you know it's true okay um it's like a good reality check the crying makes it a reality check uh i guess so yeah it like changes the way you think about a specific thing super interesting um uh are you someone who tells your friends you love them often or not really um probably not as often as i should Mm. but i do like, I think the last time I told one of my friends I love them was, uh, I told Dylan, oh, I remember, it was, uh, it was a Facebook memory thing that I got, and it was, a like, a nine-year anniversary oh, that's cute. of being friends with Dylan, and, yeah, we were both, like, messaging each other and talking about our friendship and stuff, and, yeah, we both said the we both message I love you at the end. Oh, that's good. But I was like, thinking, I was thinking yeah, it's not should, something that I do very often. I was thinking that we should end the podcast like that. <laughs> okay. Just like full on. Although, I mean, starting from the fourth episode, obviously. Um, but yeah, that feel like that's a good way to end it. Um, yeah. Okay. And then what is your biggest or one of your fears? Uh, being um, mediocre. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to be a mediocre person when I'm older. Okay. 
like I want to be different. I want to stand out. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, live a normal life. I, wanna... I, I, I once heard this guy, someone say that, like, if your 10 or 11 or 12 year old self saw you and, like, saw all your experiences so far, would, like, they be happy with the fact that they got to be that person? It's a good way to look at it. <clears throat> I mm. mean, not in the most ideal situation right now, but you've done a lot of cool shit, you know? Yeah. I feel like there's yeah, a lot like to a, be happy about a, if you think about it like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, just tend to think about the sad Media. things more. It's true. But I mean, even if I like resonate in your life, then like I feel like there's a lot of cool shit you've done. A lot of whack shit, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you've done some crazy shit, man. But like... <laughs> but you, you got through all that all that stuff and like you are where you are now having experienced a lot mm. of cool stuff like a lot of cool stuff to look forward to for 12 year old sam yeah was was 12 year old sam even in no he wasn't even in south africa uh yeah that's i was uh yeah i moved uh when i was 12 yeah yeah cool. when i yeah I mean, even like, even like my, my, I think if I tell my 12 year old self, like you're going to move to a different country and also like the fact that you're going to make just, just, just on the, on the surface level, make a bunch of cool friends that you're probably going to know for the rest of your lives is like such a cool thing. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, uh, when lost were you proud of yourself? Um, recently it was when I finished the, that picture of right. bread in the spaceship. Oh yeah, that is I dope. Thought that was, I thought that was fucking sick. Yeah, you need, you need to do that. You need, we, we need to, we need to talk about that on the, on the website and stuff. Mm. Cool. Yeah, that's, definitely. That, that's your speed round done, son. Sick. Okay. Uh. Fuck, I didn't... Okay, actually, actually, I do have one. I do have one. Uh, okay, Jake, what was the last thing that you sacrificed? Gosh. Um, damn, I can't think of anything. I genuinely can't. Would, would it... Even if it's small. Sacrifice, like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, something that you got rid of for... Something that you didn't want to do that you had to do, I guess. I I I I feel like, for me, moving here was a quite a big sacrifice because I've got a life there in South yeah. Africa. I got a lot of friends who mean a lot to me, and I had a relationship at the time that meant a lot to me, and mm. I sacrificed a lot like that. So yeah, that's actually a huge sacrifice. <laughs> I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> In being introspective, I just panic. What was the last thing you sacrificed? Uh, my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, I, I benefited a lot from it, so it doesn't seem like that much of a sacrifice. I guess yeah. definitely my friends mean a lot to me, so it mm-hmm. is a sacrifice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? <sighs> um, I think... No, I don't think so. 
No, I don't think so. I mean, you don't think so. So you think it's like possible? I don't. I don't think it's possible. But like, I'm just like a scared person. I'm. I think I'm. I don't want to give away number six, but like, I'm a scared person. And like, when I hear some shit in the, in the night and I'm by myself, I'm like, oh, fuck, ghost. <laughs> so if a ghost ran up to you right now, would you fight it or would you run away? <laughs> I would, I would, I would run. A hundred percent, I would run. I would freak out. Okay, so now yeah. that answers number six. <laughs> but in, um, in, a, in a social sense, I like if I had to answer that, not in terms of ghosts, ghosts and monsters mm-hmm. and shit. Fuck that. I'd like to, in my mind, when I think about like, because I always play out scenarios in my head. But like in my mind, if I had to think about it, like I'll be like, oh yeah, full on. I would take on a dog. I would take on a, a bear. Um, which is so dumb because I definitely wouldn't. Um, Would you rather take on one bear or four dogs? Japers. Why four? Four is such an ugly amount of dogs. Yeah, but one bear is the same size as probably like six dogs. Uh, so it's got to be... Four, I'll take, take on the dogs. Just the bears, the shit scares the shit out of me. Dogs I can, <laughs> dogs I can deal with. Um, or somewhat. Yeah, uh, but oh yeah, I wanted to say in in, in social situations, I feel like I'm more of a, a mediator than a fight or a flight person. I try to I try to solve something, work work something out first before I, um, before I mm. try to fight them. Yeah, I prefer okay. not to fight. Um, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. Anyways, when was the last time that you cried? It's also like a difficult question because I like tear up and then like if i think about something sad i'll like tear up but like only like one tear and then Mm -hmm. i I think my body has this like weird reaction where it's like just stop what you're doing and then everything gets sucked in and i can't cry but that's that's funny that you said that actually because the last time that that happened to me was when i said goodbye to you in cape town yeah oh where 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 you where you teared a little bit like not, not in front of the boys yeah, no, no, no. Remember, it was because remember I left something at Danny's house, and I had to come back oh, and fetch yeah. it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it was just us three. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that oh, was fucking you, sad. That was sad. That was that, that whole that whole saying goodbye to everyone was that not, whole day was pretty sad. Yeah, we had a lot of fun, but like up until that point. Yeah. Um. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I. I, I I get emo- I get emotional about stuff like often often when I'm driving by myself but then I'll like have one tear and then I'll be, and then it'll be like it just goes away like so mm. quickly and I don't get it like I can't yeah. I can't sob I can't do more than one tear which is there's probably there's probably a lot wrong with that but like it, that's just how it is <laughs> I think the last time I had like I was close to sobbing not sobbing but like more than one tear uh was in matric uh after i broke up with my first girlfriend but that was like a few months after because she was being annoying (laughs) (laughs) there was a lot yeah uh but we weren't we weren't uh that was actually really long ago yeah that was a long time ago it was like like basically five years ago yeah it was a good five years ago that's the last time i remember 
and that was like in front of my parents and like i don't like crying in front of my parents i can't even now i can't even cry in front of, my, in front of like in, myself which is so so weird but anyways yeah my, she was being annoying after we broke up and i started crying but yeah very long time ago uh yeah. on to the next question um are you someone that tells your friends that you love them often no i don't think so but it's and uh, it's something i i think it's like our friends are weird where yeah there's a lot of like masculinity complexes um but i think i do i'm trying to remember like who i did i think i did with aiden scott i would say i like love you or whatever but mm-hmm. um yeah i do think it's something we need to uh start so i think we should end the podcast like that but we said that already yeah, yeah. but uh, like, i also think it's it's not something that we i feel like we have to say like no no because we I, we re- we're obviously really close mates and like i feel like we fair. say it in other ways you know yeah fair but i i think that sometimes it's important I don't think we say it at all. So, but sometimes it's necessary mm. to. Yeah, definitely, it's necessary sometimes. It shouldn't be something you're like scared to say, and I think so, to a certain degree, yeah. I'm like scared to say that to, like our friends. But yeah. Mm. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> On to the next. Uh... One. I love dead. I love dead air. <laughs> so nice. Um. Okay. Well, we covered the fight or flight. So. Uh, where, what was the last thing that you were proud of? Or when were you, when, were the, when was the last time you were proud? Proud. Um, it was a while up until this point. Um, the last big, big time I was proud of myself was um, uh, when I finished my thesis. That was like crazy happy about myself. Like I've, I've, mm. I haven't been that happy in a very long time. But I think that also coming up with this idea of the podcast and hearing people's like like feedback on it and hearing the fact that you were so keen to hop on this and join me. And after even after that first one, we spoke to Yanis. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, I was like super excited and proud of myself for for doing this and also proud of you for coming on and and joining me but yeah mm. cool yes that yeah i'm the... also proud of, i'm also proud of this like yeah. i'm proud of you for coming up with it and you know the questions i think are great yeah and just like the whole business model i mean not business model but the the, the goal you. of it yeah i i think yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 an ex- it's something to be like excited for um yeah and I, I feel like it's gonna come down to how 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 many people we can get to listen to it. So yeah. we're gonna have to do a lot of marketing. Yeah, I think that's that. Uh, in terms of talking about ourselves, I need to. Oh yeah. So until we get feedback on this on on this segment, uh, we're gonna stick to this one. As far as I can remember, um, for our audience segment we require some sort of feedback and we want to know what your general feelings are. Um, So 
the, so the sooner people either DM, Facebook message, or email us about this, the sooner we can move on to the next topic. And mm -hmm. our hope for this segment is that we find some interesting stories that we can talk about on the podcast. And I think I do not remember which one it was, but uh, it could have been. Oh, was it, it might have been ex what, weird experiences when applying for a job. That could have been it. No, uh, no, no, I remember it. It's the one. Uh, it was. How do, you, it, how do you feel about telling people oh, that yes. you're unemployed or something? I was thinking about the fact that that could be weird because not everyone's unemployed. That yeah. Was too. Um, so I want to kind of change it, which is probably going to mean you're going to have to change the honest one. Hey. Uh, yeah, but that's no big deal. Okay. What we could, what we could change it to is just generalize it and say, how do you feel when people ask what you do? Cause like, even if you're employed, you know, you might be self-conscious about what you do or, you know, you might not like it or. I, I like the idea of the experience of applying for a job though. Mm. Like because different people have had different experiences. Some people have had some whack experiences and some yeah, that's traumatic. true. Yeah, we'll so probably we... get more insight from that as well. Yeah, so let's do that. Um, yeah, so I think our, our our first segment topic until we get some sort of feedback is weird experiences, weird or traumatic or whatever experiences you had or stories you had when applying for a job. Um, yeah, that's that's that. And then I think Sam can end us off. But I know he's not prepared to do that, but you're going to have to, bro. <laughs> We're just going to dive straight into the outro. Dive straight into the outro. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of the Post Pubescent Podcast. The first episode. Uh, yeah, the first official episode, the intro episode. Um, we hope you gained something from it. Uh, that you learned something and uh yeah thanks for taking the time to to listen to us yeah and i think we also look forward to to the future and hopefully if you didn't gain anything from this one then you'll gain some from the interesting people we talk to in the future and we have already talked yeah. to a lot of interesting people and i feel like it's just going to keep on getting better yeah. yeah thank you for visiting Um, Sam, are you there? Yeah. Thank you for visiting what? <laughs> Thank you for visiting the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I missed my key there. What do you mean you missed your key? I don't know. I thought I thought you were waiting for me to finish your sentence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Anyway, let's cut it there.